Welcome back to another episode of Modern Multifamily. I'm your host, Mike Wolber, and this is a pretty special episode. I was lucky enough to attend Social Media Summit in Napa. It's a multifamily conference really focused on all things social media, best practices, and how to represent your business as good as you can online. And I brought some podcast gear with me and did my first ever in-person podcast. I was really lucky to spend some time with Lacey Jungman and Clint Lee from One Day. And in this episode, we cover all sorts of fun topics. We talk about the transition from the senior housing space and now bringing One Day to multifamily. We talk about the lessons that Lacey is bringing with her as she exits role as a VP of marketing on the operator side, now joining a technology company. And we got to hear from Clint as he told the founder story. This is a really fun conversation, and I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. All right. Well, Clint and Lacey, we're live at Social Media Summit 2020-22. Super excited to have you on the show today. Thanks for having us. We're excited too. Super excited to be here as well. So it's been really fun from the outside looking in to watch one day bring video into industries that are admittedly a little bit behind from a technology perspective. You've seemingly found world-class product market fit in the senior housing space, now raised capital and are entering multifamily in a pretty big way. Clint, I would love to start today off with your words, not mine. Tell us the founder story of how one day came to be. Oh, so there's a lot that goes into it. I won't bore you with all the details, but so we launched one day to the senior living space in 2017 with a video platform to help them connect and tell stories. And what we realized is we could help them tell stories with the vehicle video in three key areas. One, in personalizing the leasing process and helping them create a follow-up and video tours and all of those things to get the right people in their buildings. And then secondly, most importantly, was the resident experience and, and helping tell stories and helping connect them with their families and using video in that way. And then third, this was kind of an unintended benefit just based on the market factors going on and senior living with the amount of turnover using video for HR and recruitment to attract and retain talent, to showcase the amazing programs, the initiatives, what it's like to work in senior living. Because what we started realizing is I got brought up in the industry with parents who worked in it and I got to see all the amazing career opportunities of seeing that industry. But I don't think a lot of people do know the amazing things of working in that space. So really it was an education tool of showcasing, hey, there's service aspect, but you can have fun and there's the amazing career side of it too. So those three key areas, and we were fortunate enough to build the right team with the right product at the right time, grow really fast, uh, serve over 5,000 properties and communities across the globe. And we got into multifamily because a lot of our senior living clients were saying, hey, we need you doing the exact same thing over here in our multifamily portfolios, just a little bit different sales cycle. And so we raised our Series B recently, uh, built a team for multifamily, and we launched Convey, and that's what we're here to do uh, in the multifamily space. It's awesome. I did not know you were born within the industry. Uh, so not exactly assisted living, but home health, smaller residential assisted living, things like that. Yeah. It's awesome. I had no idea. So Lacey, I'm super interested, but also excited about a role like yours, where it's defined, but also somewhat intentionally ambiguous, I think. And that you're probably focusing on a healthy mix of customer experience, strategic partnerships, working with the industry at scale, evangelizing. And one of the cool things about you is that you were a high-powered VP of marketing as a customer with One Day for years before you joined the rocket ship. And I'm really curious from your words, 
What was it that drew you into one day to actually join as a vice president? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great question. Actually, perhaps an anomaly in a sense. My VP of HR at the time and me being vice president of sales and marketing had both run into Clint and the one day opportunity at a trade show. And we together kind of had this light bulb moment, but at different times. And so as we were recapping the conference of the vendors that we talked to and those ideas that really stuck with us, this was one that we had in common. We both said, oh, yeah, we talked to this company one day and they're utilizing video for both recruitment and for sales and marketing and and to tell resident stories. And it was just this aha moment for us that we both felt passionate about video and storytelling. And we both felt that this was the next step, the necessary next step. So coming from senior housing, I'm sure you've seen unique differences between senior housing and multifamily. And Clint, I'd love to start that question with you. Over the past year that you've entered the space, what have been some of the surprises, the differences, or the things you've observed about senior housing versus multifamily as it relates to the application for video? Absolutely. Uh, A lot of similarities and parallels, but you're right. There's plenty of differences. You know, I think senior living has the intersection between healthcare, hospitality, and real estate. And multifamily, it's more of the hospitality and the real estate side. We are more focused in both markets on the hospitality and the real estate side. But the sales cycle, the leasing process is similar in the sense that people are looking for a community to live in and a place to feel valued and connected, but it's a lot shorter in multifamily. They also want to view properties differently. They also, there's not multiple people in a decision process of most of the time of where to move into. And senior living, you have what they call the adult child, and there may be three or four siblings who are looking for a place for a loved one to live. And they may be looking over a period of a year and they're not in a hurry and they need to sell a home. And there's a lot of a lot of things that go into that. There's a lot of education. Now on the apartment side, it's like what's important to me and where do I want to live? Proximity, how long do I want to live there? Are my friends there? But at the end of the day, Business is just people working with people. And on the leasing side, you're showcasing the programs, the people, the community, and video is a vehicle, again, to showcase that efficiently outside your four walls. So it's a similar playbook, just a couple of different plays, if that makes sense. It does. Do you see differences between senior and multifamily in terms of like who's using the video product the most? Are you seeing it more internally or more resident-facing or more for training purposes or engaging with different types of people. I I have to assume that the use cases are a little bit different, but maybe I'm totally wrong. No, I mean, they're a little different, but really, again, in both markets, three key areas that we focus on, because you can't be all things to all people. And I think we'll evolve as we're learning in multifamily, because we're we're six, seven months in into, into our convey journey and multifamily. But it's the sales and marketing aspect of personalizing the leasing process. Like in multifamily and senior living, the buyer's changing. People want to view properties in a different way than they did a couple of years ago. And what's happening in both markets right now is there's so much automation going on and people are automating. And sometimes when you swing that pendulum too far to the automation, you lose a little of that personalization and the human human part of that. That is really important, the relationship selling of leasing an apartment or a senior living community. And so that's been kind of our bread and butter. And then on the resident side, what we've realized is in senior living, it was more storytelling connected to family and the apartment side. It's 
helping from a communication and just their overall experience, especially right when they move in and just making them plugged into the community so that they can find friends and they know the events going on. If they have issues in their apartment, you can communicate those issues and what you're doing to fix them so they're not left in the dark wondering what's going on. And then uh, more on the renewal process and multifamily than we really were in senior living because senior living, the average stay is a couple of years, right? It's two years depending on the acuity level, but in the apartment industry, it's completely different. So We've really focused on just improving NOI in both markets and those three key areas, HR, sales, and resident experience. So some similarities, different playbooks again, but uh, feature set very similar. That's cool. I'd like to take a stab at that answer also, if that's okay. You know, from being on the senior living world for the past 15 years and moving over to multifamily, I think the core concept is the same. We want to create connections. And connections can happen in a variety of different ways. But in senior living, we're able to create connections when a resident comes down to the dining room and has their meals with us, when they engage in activities that are pre-programmed and pre-planned. And so we have that opportunity to grab them and, and have those conversations and connect with one another. But in multifamily, you don't. Nobody's coming to a main core dining room, or very rarely are they, unless they're coming to a coffee shop that's within existing property. But what we find is that those connections have to happen differently. And that's why we have one day for senior living and convey, which was designed for multifamily, because those connections have to look different. And though we're all craving that and we're all desiring that, it will look different for each vertical, which is why we what I believe in is that we are vertical specific. We really attribute our product to each separate vertical. It's not one same product. And so that for me was profound. And you know, the way in which we're recruiting these days, you know, I recently had a one of our clients who had shared with me they extended a job offer through our video application. And that job candidate said yes, mainly because of the video, because they saw the culture within that video. And that was exciting for them. They felt as though they were a part of the culture that they were going to be joining very soon. And so what we've seen a lot of success with, so this is a similarity here, is for both senior living and multifamily, that recruitment process where we can embed workflows into your candidacy lifecycle until they become an employee is is triggers built into that talent acquisition program that says after a a first interview, we're sending a a quick video to introduce ourselves as maybe the executive leader of the organization. Thank you so much for your taking your time. We can't wait to talk with you next about next steps in your process. And, And so I think it's just really humanizing a process to Clint's point that was naturally automated and we don't want to be automated anymore. It's finding this balance as we all are in any industry, any organization, we're trying to find the healthy balance between automating processes and also having the connection with human individuals. That was amazing. That was the right answer. So use hers. <laughs> so can we continue down that thread? Mm-hmm. And you're talking to customers all the time. I think that's like the large way that your role was designed. And I'm curious in terms of just the narrative that you're hearing back from customers what are those sweet spots you're hearing from customers? I mean, you just talked about that amazing story of, of extending a job offer and that being the standout opportunity, candidacy in the whole life cycle. Clint, you talked about the opportunity to really impact resident retention, something in multifamily that no one has really cracked. There's still this kind of concept that we lose 50% each year. We just don't know why they either go or why they stay. So what are you hearing from customers in terms of the compelling components of the product or the application for video in their respective businesses? Yeah, I think the- The simple answer here is that it's easy to use. Any product, whether it's a a video app that's on your phone or for most of our clients, what we see is this personalization, right? And it's easy to use. And it's 
very simple to take a video with our phones, right? We do that every single day. We see something cool when we click the camera button on on our phone and suddenly we're taking video. And your application that you use to brand your company should be just as easy. And that's why I really love Convey by one day because they make it we make it so easy for the end user to be able to brand their content in an instant. So within a three-minute time frame, there's the ability to personalize a message, to make your mark on it as an organization and send it to the appropriate people. And, and integrations are even a key here, right? So to be able to integrate within different platforms and, and CRMs, that's a big focus for us here in 2022. But I can tell you that the, the best users and the best clients that we have are utilizing the Convey app to embed it into their communication with their existing residents. For example, let's say that you're at work one day and you knew that you had a light bulb or there was something happening within your, your apartment that needed maintenance's attention. So you're sitting at work and you're, you're working away and all of a sudden you get a video from the maintenance crew that came into your apartment that showed you in a video, hey, Lacey, I wanted to let you know your light bulb has been fixed or the garbage disposal that you were having troubles with. Here's an easy fix for you. I'm in your apartment right now. I just wanted to show you how easy it is to flip this switch. It can reduce maintenance tickets, increase trust and build loyalty and brand affinity by simply creating a video that maybe could have been an email, but instead that recipient can play over and over again if they have questions and they feel a connection to whomever was inside of their apartment. And how much comfort does that give to somebody who's receiving that video to know maintenance was in there, by the way. And now I know that that's fixed. When I go home, I don't have to worry about it. So there's there are connections that can be created within video that a normal email or a phone call could not duplicate. You probably both get sales calls and emails all the time from people trying to sell you something. And I know for a fact that when I get a video within that email using whatever the enterprise tool might be, it definitely compels me to click into it. See my name on the sign, whatever that might be. I believe video is impactful. And my question, I think, to continue on that thread is, I think there's this logical and human nature objection that adopting new technology is hard and getting something new off the ground, there's no way my team's gonna adopt it. And that is such a classic objection that you hear on the sales and marketing side. And I think my ultimate question is just from an advice standpoint, someone who thinks and believes that video could change and impact their business in a positive way, but they don't know where to start, where should they start? I can speak to that since I was actually a user. I had used one day for senior living for the past four years and I was very passionate about it. For me, I recognized that some of my team members were going to do really well with this and some were going to struggle. And so we created, in a sense, these proverbial playbooks. So those who were not comfortable using it, we had different aspects for them to be able to create video that they didn't have to actually be in the camera lens for, right? And that may be, right, taking the video of the garbage disposal, right, that uh, that was acting up. And for others, it may mean that they were introducing a new resident that came in or the resident of the month, what have you. And so there's different ways in which that we can leverage video without having to actually be on camera. And for those that were a little bit more comfortable with technology, maybe they were used to using video in their everyday life, we were able to expedite their their plan or their process. But for me, one of the areas in which looking back, I wish I could have done differently is to create user champions 
inside the communities. Because it's one thing for me to believe in it and to buy in to the whole prospect of video, but it's another for my actual leaders inside of the communities to be able to utilize that, that technology stack. And so looking back, I wish I would have created a couple champions inside of the field who could verbalize their success and their strategies so that they'd The whole team didn't just hear from me saying, yeah, you got to use it. It's a great tool to use. But instead, they heard from their peers of what the successes were that they were seeing and the strategies of which they were implementing in order to become successful. That's great. And within that, I think that just doubles down on if you're B2B, which a lot of people that listen are on the technology side, investing in influencers is so important and underrated. And I think that is something that you probably have a unique advantage on because your your product is sticky. Your product is very visual and usable. It's not software running behind the scenes. It's something you have to use in order to use it. And so that makes a ton of sense. You know, I would also say for maybe about five years ago, right? Convey and One Day, they were a nice to have product. But anymore in the era of Facebook stories and, and all of these different, LinkedIn has stories now, right? All of these video application tools that are being used across all different platforms, One Day and Convey and video applications are a need to have. They're no longer a nice to have because think about how many people are posting on, on Facebook or Instagram stories, right? That's where the magic happens. That's where people share their lives and you feel connected to others. And so we too, on the business side, need to embrace the power of video and the power of storytelling in our own organizations and industries. So this is your show. It's not mine. And that's really the agenda we prepared for today. But are there any questions I didn't ask you or home runs you were hoping to hit that I didn't tee you up to be able to get off the ground? Um, I've got a question for you. I do want to talk about one thing that I think is a common thread between all tech companies, specifically in senior living and multifamily, is objection handling to using technology that we kind of talked about. So we mentioned before, I think video just comes with (laughs) inherently a ton of objections to get going at the beginning. When we first started five years ago and we said, hey, we want to come record in your community, want to help you use video. They're like, whoa, (laughs) what are you talking about? It's obviously evolved towards now. But I think I'll talk about video and objections because I think everyone's, when they say, hey, I know I should use video, but how do I do it? I think there's three key areas that you can work at to handle objections. First is like understanding why video. You're already sending emails. You're already following up via phone call. You're doing other things that don't have as high of click-through rates. We pulled data showing click-through rates through our video software of our clients. I think it was the past like 12 months. We had a 73% click-through rate on emails sent with a personalized video. I mean, if you're a sales rep and time is money and you're getting a 73% click-through rate of what you get in your standard email and your video or your phone, why wouldn't you take that step of learning how to just create good enough and authentic video? So one is helping your team understand why video. Because I speak to a lot of executives like, yes, I want to do this, but how do I get my teams to use it? There has to be the buy-in like of why we're doing this and the value of video. So that's step one. The second part, you talk about just how to create good videos. Maybe I shouldn't do this. So obviously we're outside in the podcast and we're at a, at a conference. There's going to be background noise and that's totally fine because this is what we're doing, right? It's authentic. And I think sometimes we try to make things perfect when they don't need to be, right? People connect with an actual story that doesn't feel like a commercial. That's really what works now. So helping people realize like, okay, I need to have good audio. If I'm going to sneeze, I need to turn off this mic. I'm not going to go record a video right outside the men's bathroom with the wind sign. Right. Stuff like that. Like, I feel like a little bit of training on how to create quality content and knowing that it's okay, that it doesn't need to be perfect, just needs to be good enough and 
and up to brand standards, which is why we do the custom branding and all those other things. So it adds a bit of professionalism. And third, and I would say this is almost the most important once you get to that next step is so think about the amount of turnover as a leasing agent or a sales rep in both markets that we serve. It's extremely high. And it's really hard to provide like adequate sales training to everyone to be able to say, hey, this is exactly how we sell our property and, and what we talk about and what we're about and what makes us special here at this community, right? And it's a different thing to sell people one-on-one than it is to look in a camera and sell something with confidence and conviction that comes across authentic to develop a connection with the leasing agent or with a resident as your property manager and things like that. So almost helping people understand why they do what they do and what their narrative is around their story is really important. It doesn't need to be perfect, but you have to pick a few types of videos to focus on. And then you start to realize there's a lot of unintended benefits with that because not only does it improve your sales training because they know what to say, they're able to do it with conviction and they start to get into a relationship selling. And that's so crucial. So those three key areas, I would say, if like, I'm just trying to start with video and I'm not even using one day on another industry, focus on that. Why video? Help me figure out how to create quality video that's good enough. And then help figure out what that narrative is for your sales reps to say it with conviction to build that trust and connection because that's what sales is. One, I think it's a progress, not perfection mindset, which I think like, as you said that, I just wrote it down just to prompt myself to say it because at the end of the day, that's what we see all the time is that we're not ready because it's not perfect today. But if we can help you make progress, I mean, I think you said 73% click-through rate. Anyone in business, if they see a 73% engagement, they're going to keep doing that thing. And so to me, that's the We had a client kind of challenge that. They're like, I don't believe it. We're like, all right, we'll show you the data. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's cool. Any other kind of takeaways or thoughts that we didn't hit on today? I want to uh, make sure I, we... Yeah, I, I got a question because I want to hear from you. So yeah. you're obviously becoming famous with your podcast. So we're just thankful to be here. Thank you. I'm kidding. No, but you've been crushing it. And I'm, I'm super like just proud and impressed. It's been awesome to see. So transition from going senior living to multifamily in your career. What's your favorite thing about being in multifamily? Because we're, we're newbies and we're learning. So we're all ears. I think the multifamily space is full of excitement around pushing the pace towards innovation. And that excites me. I started my career at Nike, where I was surrounded by best-in-class everything. We used the only the best technology marketing agencies. And when I opened this podcast, I said laggard industries. And I met that in a positive way. We're admittedly behind the times, but I think multifamily is, is arguably obsessed with actually outpacing the speed that other industries are expediting how they're getting to good. And I mean, over the next three days at this conference, we're going to hear outside of the industry speakers from e-commerce and hospitality talking about actionable ways that we can make our social media more robust to earn the hearts and minds of residents around the U.S. And that's something that really fires me up, is really being part of an industry that knows that the technology stacks are a little bit dated, but it also acknowledges that we're bringing in top tier talent like Lacey and Clint and Mike from outside to help progress that narrative and being part of change. It's really fun. Cool. My question to you would be, you have been in multifamily a lot longer than I have. Obviously my history has been with senior living. What advice would you give for somebody either on the vendor side or on the operator side that is new to multifamily? One of the things that's been really fun to me, and if you follow me on LinkedIn, you know that I'm really active on LinkedIn, is that this industry loves relationship building. And I think you experience the same thing in senior housing, senior living, correct? Yes, very true. And as part of that, one of the things that I talk about a lot with folks I mentor, folks that I have on the podcast, is just this very simple 
encouragement to shoot your shot. And if you shoot your shot and ask for someone's time, high probability that you exceed that 73% click-through rate on them saying yes. And I think that spending time with customers, spending time with vendors, even if you're not ready to buy yet, good things happen when we communicate. And I think that's probably been one of the warmest components of this industry about eight years in for me, is that there's this natural inclusion factor, not exclusion factor. You know, over the next couple of days, we're going to see a bunch of folks competing for deals, talking to each other about the best ways they can win deals. And that's so cool because in what other world do competitors spend time together? But in this industry, there's almost an infatuation with sharpening one another's, one another's iron in order to move the industry forward. And so I think whether you're on the vendor side, spending time with your customers or on the operator side, spending time with your peers, your competitors, or your future technology partners, good things happen when we collaborate. Love it. Agreed. So uh, last question for you guys. Are you hiring any important roles? Any Anything you're looking out for that I can help promote for you? I think I've placed six senior level positions so far on the podcast and I do not charge a recruiting fee yet. So... I'll take that one. Yeah, actually, that's a great question. I didn't know you were asked that. I'm excited. So yeah, we're hiring a VP of marketing right now, and we are looking for someone that can help us tell stories better as a storytelling company. Okay, love it. And if, if anyone wants to get in touch with you as a future employee, future customer, or just wants to connect and maybe have you on their podcast, Clint, will go you first and follow with Lacey. What's the best way for them to get in touch? Email 100% Clint at oneday.com. And I am Lacey, L-A-C-Y, at oneday.com. And I'll include your LinkedIn's on the show notes. Thank you both. And let's have a fun couple days. Thanks, Thanks. for the time, Mike. 